With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, hello, welcome inside Hour 2, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we got Rick Buecher coming up in about 20 minutes. What's the latest on the Lakers? Are they really going to have a new head coach in the next couple of days? Psst. I'm telling you, they are. <laughs> there's not going to be much time left for Darvin Ham. So get your ham jokes in now. There's not going to be much time. Uh, and and maybe, maybe, maybe the Knicks are going to the NBA Finals. They are unstoppable. They're a freight train right now. But again, that is Rick Buecher coming up in a few minutes. We're going to hear from LeBron James uh, as well as uh, the <laughs> Lakers and their Passive effort defensively tonight is going to be explained because, you know, when LeBron decides to quit, guess what? There's a new head coach. Uh, But speaking of coaching news, two big pieces of news in in the NFL today. Uh, The Lions are keeping their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, and Mm -hmm. Arthur Smith is going from the unemployment line after being the head coach of the Falcons to being the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, the Johnson thing is really weird, but this gets into a – a bigger thing than just, hey, the Lions are keeping their OC, right? Supposedly, Adam Schefter reported that he had a really high asking price to leave Detroit to go be a head coach someplace, and nobody wanted to do it. Two big openings left. you got Seattle is open, Washington is open. They wanted to talk to Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson's young. He said that I talked to my wife. I really like where we're at in Detroit. See, not everybody doesn't like Detroit. We vacation there. Uh, He likes Detroit, likes the situation, likes where he is, wants to win there, wants to stay. A big thing for the Lions because they get to keep their guy going into next year. However, here's the thing. This is the right move for Ben Johnson, but not for the reason you think. 
anyone who turns down the potential to be a head coach in the NFL shouldn't be a head coach because they're telling you they're not ready and probably won't be a good head coach. Right? This is, this, anytime I see somebody say, yeah, I don't know, they don't think they can do it. They don't think they can be a head coach. They don't think they can do it, and they need more. They need something if they're ever going to make that leap because you have to learn by doing. You, gotta, you can only learn so much being an OC. You can only learn so much. You eventually have to go run your own shop, right? You have to do it. You want to be a head coach. Everybody gets into coaching to be a head coach. you got to go when they call you because you never know when they're going to stop calling you. Mm-hmm. If the Lions offense stinks next year and Jared Goff is terrible and Hendon Hooker is playing quarterback in week seven, guess who's not calling Ben Johnson anymore? As it is, they may not call Ben Johnson anymore anyway because, look, the NFL knows, hey, boy, He's got a chance to go be a head coach right now, and he's not going. Is he really the guy we think he is? Can he really run a program? Because some guys are great OCs. You see them flame out as head coaches. It happens that way. But you, you, if, if you're a guy that waits, saying, oh, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm top down, you turn into Josh McDaniels as a guy. He waited, turned down head coaching gigs, took a coaching gig, then, then walked away from it, and look at where he is now. He's never going to be a head coach again. Right, like if you if you tell me I'm turning down, I don't want to interview to be a head coach. This tells me you're not ready. I don't know if you'll ever be ready because you got to be ready when the, when 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 the bell rings for you and the bell is ringing for Ben Johnson right now. I don't know if that'll happen next year, and you're you are risking not doing it. So the fact that he doesn't go is great because it tells me he doesn't think he's ready and maybe he's never going to be ready and maybe being a head coach isn't something for him because nobody, nobody really says, oh, I, I'm not, what, what's he waiting for? What does he think the Cowboys are going to call him next year? I'm going to wait for the Cowboys. I'm going to wait for the Steelers because they're going to call me because they're going to get rid of Mike Tomlin. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, the NFL is not happy when when you're the guy and you suddenly don't want to go, wait, what, why? You know, there's questions. Why do you not want to be a head coach? You really want to be an offensive coordinator again? You really want to be an you really still want to be an offensive really you don't you don't want to advancement you don't want to move up that puts questions in everybody's mind so the fact that he stayed that's the right call but for reasons other than you think because if he says no it means he knows he's not ready and he probably wouldn't be a good head coach stealing from the great artist known as Greg Dooley a song called Demon in Profile if you're not ready now you're never going to be uh, and then play piano part uh, just a a terrible decision by Johnson here's an opportunity to go with a an aggressive new ownership group, a new day in Washington, right? Because that was where he was presumed it was a done deal. They're flying there. They're going to cross some T's, dot some I's, figure out what the dollar amounts are, and away he gets whisked in the jet, and they have an announcement uh, and press conference by end of day. Instead, uh, they fly. They still fly in, and they talk to Glenn. What are they asking him? Hey, what the hell happened in the second half? I mean, that's all you're going to get out of him uh, in that process. But, you know, for Johnson, for anybody else, I mean, how many times did we have the hottest rumors of, uh, you know, college head coaches that, look, I looked at it at Northwestern with Fitzgerald for years. Is he going to go? Is he finally going to go? The Lions, the Bears, there were several teams that rumored interests, Philadelphia, things of that nature. And every year he stays. Well, guess what? At some point they stop calling. And then you have the scandal that, that took him out of his job this year that's going to get litigated here at some point. But there's so many coordinators in the past that you, you've had the, the hot name, the opportunity. I mean, think about Iowa, right, for, for years with Ferenc. Was he not the, uh, not the kid, the, the, not the, <laughs> the old man. But 
you know, was he going to go? And instead he decided to be a lifer at the University of Iowa. It's one of those things where I think it's very telling, uh, to your point, that you're you're not ready for that call. Because it comes earlier, and it's coming early and earlier, right? It used to be that you had to be uh, a 55-year-old guy uh, with long-running roots into the game, right? You've been at... You've worked at different positions. Maybe you took a you're a defensive guy, but you took a spin uh, as a as a defensive co or as an offensive coach, like a wide receiver coach, kind of like the Raheem Morris path path of things to where you get a look as like, all right, here you go. You know, you get your shot after all of this. Now he's still a young guy, but the point just being that you've had a number of stops on the way to maybe getting that that head coaching gig. That's not the case anymore. Right, Gerard Mayo he just got named by by the Patriots. We talk about Sean McVay. You you look around the league, and yeah, you've got some vestiges of a, a bygone era. But we're in a hiring cycle that had eight openings, and Bill Belichick, from all we know, interviewed with one team, and then eventually the people in charge said, "We don't want to lose being in charge. Please don't bring him in." So they didn't. Enter Raheem Morris, and then you, you look at uh, Pete Carroll. He's begging to keep coaching. Right now, I don't know that he's still an advisor or analyst or whatever the hell he's supposed to be in in Seattle because I think uh, a lot of those pressers that he did and radio appearances should have been enough for them to buy him out or figure out some settlement. He's going to have an office where his phone doesn't work and his computer's not connected to the Internet. Oh, you're making him creed? Do whatever you need. You made him creed? (laughs) Wow. You know what? He really does have a, an eclectic taste in music, too, so he might be able to sing you a song at the end of the year, too. Seattle's going to have fake reporters to call him to pretend that he can talk to, like, okay, great, but then, meanwhile, they're just interns who he's in, hey, Pete, what do you think? <laughs> okay, that's great. Yeah, great. And Pete's wondering, why aren't they using any of my quotes in the paper? These are, this is unbelievable stuff I'm giving them. They're going to do everything just to make sure, yeah, Pete, you think you're contributing, but you're, you're fine. You're just by yourself. You're just by all yourself. Right. I mean, the college game, look at all the guys, you know, time, quote, past them by the games change we talk about nil and the new rules now no longer do you just have two handshake bands with all the boosters now you really got to kiss people's asses 365 days a year to keep the money so you don't lose your backup cornerback uh, to another squad like all of that stuff it's a new way of engagement And, and for johnson he's got to hope that next year they they actually finish the job and guess what? The NFC probably isn't going to look as wide open as it did this year. Exit, how about a fresca? Exit, Swollen Dome, the Jason Smiths here with Mike Carmen live from the Tyrac.com studios. It's good Good they didn't stay because probably, probably can't, can't do it. That's, that's really how it goes. You've got to be ready when that opportunity is there for you. And if you're not, that tells me you're not going to do it and you're not going to be good at it. Well, because let's face it, this way is, as well, you've now attached yourself to Dan Campbell, right, fully by staying mm-hmm. another year. And if it goes off the rails and a lot of those fourth down plays don't work next year, that's attached to you now. Yep. Look, uh, it's it's it, this tells me that he's not, and I don't know what he's waiting for. But I mean, come on, man. I mean, when when someone's gonna when the Seahawks and the Commanders they want to make you, you can't always choose where you're going. You're not that much. You're not that well much sought after. Other teams would have waited for you if they wanted. I'm, I'm telling you, it's good that he didn't do it because I I, I don't think he can be good at it. Because any, no, nobody who's going to be good at backs away from a challenge says, no, 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 I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Well, I, uh, I, I like the fact that he, you know, talking to my wife 
And we came to a really good decision of, hey, you know what? We're happy where we are. We love where we are. We love being in Detroit. We love the people here. It just wasn't the time for us. Now, elsewhere in coaching news, the Darvin Ham era for the Lakers could be in its final days. We told you last hour, I don't see him lasting past Friday. They play the Celtics on Thursday, the Knicks on Saturday. That's two more losses coming up. The the Knicks may be playing with four guys on set. doesn't matter. The Knicks are killing everybody because the Knicks are a freight train. But what's up for Darvin Ham? Does it look like the Lakers have quit on him? Absolutely. What did LeBron James have to say following the loss tonight? The big-time butt-whooping they got at the hands of the Atlanta Hawks, who led throughout, led by 30 at one point. Here's LeBron talking about what happened tonight and what he thinks about the state of the Lakers. We could, on any given night, beat any team in the NBA. And then on any given night, we get our ass kicked by any team in the NBA. That's just the... What's our record? One, one game under 500 is what we've seen. Under 500? One game under 500. Yeah, 24-25. That's where we are. Like he doesn't know. Like, I don't know, we're 24-25? <laughs> is that what we are? We're 24-25? Tell, tell me my record. Tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now look, breathe that, it in. Yeah, now that, look, that's obviously LeBron trying to say, look at all the stuff that I know that I can just fire off the top of my head. When, meanwhile, I know this already. But he said, he, I mean, I don't think anything is more true than he said right there. On any given night, the Lakers can beat anybody in the league. That is 100% true. But on any given night, they get their asses kicked by anybody in the league, and we've seen that. That's kind of what it is. And what LeBron is telling you with this is that we have the talent. Right? If it, if it was, hey, we're just not good enough, we need to be more focused, we need to do different things, that's one thing. But this is what I mean. When LeBron is done with you as a coach, he lets you know. He has killed coaches for now 20 years. He's got a bigger body count than John Wick when it comes to coaches when he's, when he's done moving on with them. And him saying right there, we can beat anybody in the league and we can lose anybody in the league, that's not players. That's coaching. That's saying, hey, we're good enough but we, we're, we're not seizing our opportunity and maximizing our talent. And that's him saying that's coach's fault. That falls under Darvin Ham's category, coach's fault. This is him putting the final nail in Darvin Ham's coffin going, okay, another couple of days, tap, 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 tap. Another couple of days, tap, 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 tap. Yeah, why, why wait for another couple of losses? Mm. Here you have a day and a half. Install somebody new. Get a new energy. See you, Darvin Ham. Tell him you by Friday. Be a new head coach. Uh, does Rick Buecher think that way? Does he think the Knicks are a freight train that are unstoppable? What about what we could be seeing at the trade deadline? Oh, Fox Sports 1, NBA insider extraordinaire, joins us next to break it all down. So must listen with Rick. Keep it right here. Jason and Mike, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. Big night, the NBA tonight. The Knicks may be unstoppable. The Lakers may get a new head coach sometime the next couple of days. Right now, the only game going on in the NBA, Golden State holds a 52-50 lead over Joel Embiid and the Sixers. Embiid, 17 minutes played tonight. Uh, he has 8 points, 3 out of 11 from the floor. Meanwhile, Steph Curry has 12 for the Warriors, who are now five games under 500. So uh, this war, the Warriors, you know, Rick Buecher is going to join us in a second, said he absolutely believes the Warriors are going to make a move at some point. They have to, whether it's Andrew Wiggins something. They need to do something. But before we get to the trade deadline stuff, we welcome in the aforementioned Rick Buecher. He's on Twitter at Rick Buecher. Check him out on Fox Sports 1, the On the Ball podcast. But we need because the Knicks are a freight train, and they are unstoppable regardless as to who is in the lineup. And the best part of it is you can do nothing but agree with me right now. It's bad but true. <laughs> I will say, though, that Tom Thibodeau is doing everything he can to run that train off the track. Why, why, up definitively in some of these games, are we still seeing Jalen Brunson and the crew on the floor in the last, in the last couple of minutes? Tibbs cannot help himself. He cannot. He is not capable of taking his foot off the pedal. Uh, it's a little bit Dan Campbell-ish, isn't it? I a mean, little bit. Like, Hey, this is the way I've always done it, and I it got me to where I am today. So, damn it, I'm just going to keep on doing it. <laughs> and, and you know what? Okay, I guess, I guess this that you know you this is an old saying. You keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. So, uh, Tibbs is satisfied with what he's had so far. Uh, who am I to say? That he should stop now. He's certainly doing. He's doing better than a lot of uh, of other guys. Um, so I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna quibble with that. But if we're talking about ending that, I don't know that 150 year uh, streak of no championships <laughs> in New York Knicks history, <laughs> we might consider. We just might consider taking a different approach. Well, look, I, this is why I look at it, is that I even now say, well, wait a minute. If we could trade for Joel Embiid, 
do I really want to upset the chemistry? I mean, do I really want to do that? <laughs> Look, this is where I'm at right now. I'm worried. Have the Knicks yeah. peaked too early? Yeah. Um, are they peaking too early? But really, when you get to the deadline, that's what I'm hoping they do. They have Fournier's contract. They have first-round picks. And that they bring in a player or two that can play pretty good minutes, a pretty good bench player, whether it's a Jordan Clarkson or someone like that, that can come in and can play 18, 20 minutes. He could take the pedal off and not play Jalen Brunson, you know, 57 minutes a night, you know, you know, counting everything he's warming up with. So I'm hopeful that the deadline, that's what happens, and they can, can pull, up, pull back a little bit on some of those minutes. So, so I, I, I hear you, but I have to take in consideration. This is what I love about Knicks fans. Like, I, I, know, I know it's great. I know it's better than it's ever been in a long, long time. But give me just a little bit more. Can I just have to? <laughs> <laughs> give me just a little bit more. Just, just a little bit more. Um, here's, here's the problem, though. Uh, so you bring in another guy. And I do think that chemistry, I do think that Villanova chemistry and the guys that you have in the mix there and the way Dante DiVincenzo is playing, like – I, I I I would not mess with that. Now, do you look at the Knicks and go, well, that's a championship caliber team. Uh, that that's a team that can take down not just one really good team in the playoffs, but they can take down three um, or four. I, I don't know that you can say that, but I also I like. Can we just let this breathe a little bit? Can we can we go to a conference finals with this crew and then figure out who fits and who doesn't and who we should move rather than jumping to the to Fournier and I don't know which Fournier gets you at this point to be honest with you and maybe Fournier and some picks but I, I just I wouldn't mess with it I really wouldn't you you got Ananobi in there and it's worked now you throw another guy into the equation particularly somebody who's going to be able to spell Brunson. And now somebody who has been a really important piece to what things have, uh, the, the way things have gone to this point is now looking at having their, their role reduced. And for what I gave you my, I gave you my best. We were playing well and, but you, you still want to upgrade. And I just, I don't, I don't believe and I mean this sincerely. I just I don't believe that that's the way to go for the Knicks team. I say run with what you've got. Get Julius back when you can. And 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 by the way, how crazy is that? Like, man, we got to play without Julius for a while. Getting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it here. That was a dream scenario, right? Now it's you know you you want him back. You're gonna have to work him back in when he gets back. I I just. I I would not push for making yet another move. I, I look, if it's a no-brainer, if someone like magically appears, you go, that makes a lot of sense. But I wouldn't make a move just to make to make a move because you have the assets to do it. Now, speaking of moves, we're already sending notes out to uh Ownership here in Los Angeles, and I think LeBron James suddenly, or maybe not so much in his postgame comments and eye rolls, uh, that a a change needs to happen, and Darvin Ham needs to be uh, extricated uh, from the scenario there in Los Angeles. Who's taking his place, Rick, and how soon? (laughs) Um, I I mean, the the only move that I could imagine that would make any sense would find Mark Jackson. And bring Mark Jackson in there. That, that's, the, that's, that's the only one I can think of where, I mean, 
assume, you know, Jeff Van Gundy's not going to come in there. And so uh, guys that guys that would be accepted by LeBron, at least initially, um, that's the only move that I can see. But I, I, it, it's, it's, and I think we talked about this, <clears throat> excuse me, when, when the Bucks made the move and moved on from Adrian Griffin and, you know, you're bringing Doc Rivers in. Is it really going to change anything about what's fundamentally wrong with your team? Bucks are not a good defensive team. Doc's not going to change that. You bring Mark Jackson in, you bring anybody in to this Lakers team, it's not going to fundamentally change that, at least not in the regular season when you have to go up against all these young guns. Now, if they can find a way to make it into the playoffs, then what you saw them do against the Warriors the other night in double overtime is what they're still capable of uh, in, in, in games that mean something. And if you have enough rest in between, like I can, I can put a pinhole in a piece of paper and look through it and go, I can see a scenario where the Lakers are dangerous again in the postseason. But, <laughs> but, but, but short of that, I mean, you saw them against Atlanta tonight. You saw LeBron against Atlanta tonight. You saw him get his dander up against the Houston Rockets. You know, he got that look. He got that, oh, okay, now you're going to pay for it. They didn't pay for it. Right. And, that, and that, that's not any slight on LeBron. <coughs> Excuse me. That's just where he is in his, in his life and his career. And so are the Lakers. You tell right, me, here, Phil Jackson. We want Phil Jackson. Ready. Yeah, by proxy. He can coach via Zoom. And Phil Jackson come in and do it. You know, there have been times before where Phil Jackson has had the opportunity to coach LeBron, and he took a pass because he know because Phil know Phil always sets it up so that it's it's prime for him to look uh, like a genius. And LeBron doesn't allow you that. I mean, honestly, I got I, I I I have a problem with the body language of LeBron and. To a certain extent, AD, although he's still playing hard. But the, the collective body language, I mean, let's look at the Milwaukee Bucks. They were done with Adrian Griffin. They wanted a change. They were still a 30 and what, 30 and 13 team? They were still going out there, out there and finding ways to win. They may have not, not liked what they were being asked to do, but they were doing it well enough to still win games. I... The, the, the lack of effort and the and the body language and all of that, like I don't care. Okay, so you want him gone. You don't, you're, you're not down with Darvin Ham. Have a little pride in how you're playing. I mean, still go win the game. Don't don't lose games despite your coach. That's just I I'm sorry. I'm 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 not on board with that. No matter how how frustrated you, you may be with the coach, when it looks like you're not giving it your best effort because of that then you're not being professional. Now, Rick, let me take you back to what you said about in the past, Phil Jackson's had chances to coach LeBron and he's passed. Where did yeah. he have these chances? Is multiple chances at times he's, he's, he's passed? Like no. What? No, I, and there was, there was an, I'm trying to think now if there was an opportunity um, for him to go to Cleveland. I want to say get hired in Cleveland. And, um, and I don't know how, pub, you know how public this was at the time, I just remember he had he from my sources and what I was being told was he didn't want to he didn't want to go there because Phil likes to be in charge and honestly 
I mean, I, I really can't blame them. I, I <clears throat> people have asked me if I would want to be um, a GM with with LeBron. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've been fighting a cold, and I've said no because I can't do my job. I don't have a free hand. <clears throat> Everything I do is going to be through what LeBron wants, and so, I, you know, from Phil Jackson's standpoint, I understand why he would be reluctant to go that direction. Rick Buecher, our guest, FS1. You find him with his, his podcast, all of that, uh, under his Twitter slash X account, at Rick Buecher, joins us each and every week, uh, battling a cold and, and all of the ills uh, that is the midseason of the NBA, including a lot yeah. of bad basketball. Uh, right now, and guys that we're, we're worried if they're going to be eligible for awards and giant bonuses because of the way the uh, PA does things. Rick, when you got Embiid and Halliburton already dangerously close to the Mendoza line uh, of being uh, eliminated from awards, does that mean Jalen Bronson is the MVP? Yeah. Well, I will say, and I and I've, I know there's other people in the media who have said it, but I really feel as if Jalen Brunson is not getting the attention that he deserves. Uh, in terms of what he's done and how he's played. And there's this whole debate about, you know, undersized point guards and what they can do in the postseason. And I, I, and I understand that, and I think there's a great degree of truth to that. But, again, to, to, to make a football reference, I feel like this is, and this may be unfair to Jalen, but like the Brock Purdy uh, situation. Like, you want to talk about what he doesn't have physically and, and all of that, and we can say, you know, pound for pound or whatever, athletically, he's never the best player on the floor. I think that's, that's, that's something that's been – or the Knicks never have the best player uh, in the game. Both of them just – they win. They get the job done. I, I think one of the things that we don't take into consideration, particularly when it comes to Jalen and, and with Brock, to be honest with you, is their ability to, to, to play the game to understand the game, to process information, to make this, this is number one, to make good decisions. Um, that, that to me, there are so many guys that are uber athletic that aren't even in the league, way more athletic than Jalen Brunson or Brock Purdy or whatever, um, because they don't, they can't think the game. They can't make good decisions. They can't harness that athleticism. And what Brunson and, and Purdy do is they harness every ounce of what they have, and it allows them to then harness all of the athleticism and the great players around them. And that is their secret sauce. And it seems as if we don't take that into account or we don't consider that a skill or a value. And to me, without it, all of the other stuff doesn't matter. You have to have that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, where the, the Knicks go, if, if they've got to ride and die with, with, with Jalen, probably you need, you know, you, you need a little bit more. You need a super team around him to get that done, much like you needed for, for Steph Curry. But that shouldn't be the reason that we discount or ignore or devalue what he's doing right now, because what he's doing right now is playing as well as any point guard in the league. 
All right, Rick, I'd love to drop the mic right there with that unbelievable Jalen Brunson <laughs> take, but you brought up Steph Curry, and it's something we talked about last week, and here we are a week later. The, coming into tonight, this is a Warriors team that's won four games since Christmas. They're five mm-hmm. games under five hundred. You said they absolutely have a move to make, whether it's Andrew Wiggins or somebody else. But yeah. is there a move out there for them that can turn them into a team that can that can make a run through the playoffs? Is there that move available for them to go get? No, I, I don't. I don't see that. I, I again, I kind of put them in the same category as the Lakers. I think if they can find a way to get to the postseason and they're healthy, and they can trans, they can make one move, then they can be dangerous as far as winning a couple rounds. Um, just, just based on their, their, uh, their experience uh, and their chemistry. But beyond that, I mean, I don't see either of those teams right now getting past the, the Denver Nuggets. He's on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher. Check out his On the Ball podcast, which is an hour and a half this week, all on the Knicks' newfound backcourt and Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just basically gave you an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a <laughs> Rick, as always, buddy, appreciate it. So glad you're coming around to me on the Knicks. It's all good. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a great one. Roll Embiid, yo. <laughs> Feel better, buddy. Thanks so much. <laughs> there goes Rick Buecher. Look, I mean, that's a great comparison of Brunson to to Brock Purdy. I, I think Brunson's a little more talented. He puts up bigger numbers. I mean, the you guy, leave Brock look, Purdy alone. Look, Brock Purdy. Look, Brock Purdy's really good, right? I'm not saying he's not pretty good, but this is a guy that 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 Jalen Brunson makes the Knicks go, and Brock Purdy's a guy that that gets out of the talent around with an unbelievable amount of talent around him. Like, you know, this is, you know, Jalen Brunson, the talent around him is okay. He's got Julius Randle, who, okay, Julius Randle and Anunobi's really good, but, you know, the other guys around him, okay, are not Debo Samuel and Kittle and Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey. I mean, that's not what he has around him. You know, this is, he's, he doesn't get the credit because he's too small, whatever. People want to hate the Knicks, whatever it is, but, I mean, this guy does absolutely everything for the Knicks. Like, other guys could come in and succeed with the 49ers at quarterback. Maybe not to the extent that Purdy does, but other guys could come in and succeed. I don't know anybody who's coming in replacing Jalen Brunson at point guard, and the Knicks are still really, really good. I don't know anybody coming in that could do that. Well, maybe that's more an indictment on the point guard position these days. (laughs) (laughs) How do you like that? See, just when you thought you had all the answers, I changed the question. I, I, you know, I will take this victory, though, for Jalen Brunson. Nobody's saying he's, he's uh, overpaid anymore. No one's saying that four-year, $100 million contract wasn't worth it. Nobody's saying that, man. Not one person. Uh, time now to check in with a guy who did say Jalen Brunson was overpaid, does not like Villanova, and I'm waiting to text him to make sure he's got everything about Villanova Knicks players in his update tonight. It's Isaac Lowenkron with What's Trending. Apparently, you texting me is not on a seven-second delay like everything else is in our business. And speaking of communications and media, we've got a bizarre NBA social media controversy coming up in just a moment. I'll try to contain my amazement there. But first, big news in Major League Baseball sports business reporter John Oran reporting. John Angelos has agreed to sell the Baltimore Orioles for $1.725 billion dollars to a group led by private equity billionaires David Rubenstein and Mike Airgetty. We have one NBA game going on right now. 
The Golden State Warriors have a 73-62 lead over the Philadelphia 76ers with four and a half minutes remaining in the third quarter. Klay Thompson not playing tonight for Golden State due to illness. Steph Curry, 27.63 pointers. Joel Embiid returning after a two-game absence because of knee soreness. Just four out of 16 from the field for Philadelphia. Earlier, the New York Knicks with a 118-103 victory over the Utah Jazz. The Knicks on an eight-game winning streak, 14-2 in January. The Boston Celtics over the Indiana Pacers, 129-124. And the Atlanta Hawks hit 16 three-pointers at a 138-122 win over the Los Angeles Lakers, who played without Anthony Davis because of hip and Achilles problems. The Lakers now 24 and 25. Now, only 30 minutes before that game tipped off, the Lakers' Christian Wood tweeted, quote, LOL, unquote. Now, people speculated that Wood tweeted that in reaction to Lakers head coach Darvin Ham starting Jackson Hayes tonight instead of Wood. Wood was asked about his LOL tweet after the game. I meant to quote something, but I didn't have the quote. I thought I did, and I just pressed send, and I couldn't check my phone before because we had to, we had to go out. But it was it was an accident, so that didn't, I didn't mean. I think I looked at it just now. I didn't mean it came off a certain type of way. I didn't mean it that way. Not basketball related. Definitely not basketball related. Back to you, Jason and Mike. Do you buy you it? Need, you, you don't need to say that. Darvin Ham's going to get fired. It doesn't matter. You own, it. <laughs> own it. He's getting fired. It's okay. It's okay, Christian. Wood. It's all right. Thank you very much, Ilo. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, well, it's always fun when Jerry Jones decides to get involved during conference championship week into the Super Bowl, and boy, did he drop a couple of doozies today. That's next right here. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You know, John Mellencamp doing this song takes me back to when he first came out. He said, you know, we put the claps in the song to kind of keep the beat. And it was going to be something that was going to be replaced later on. But then he said he realized that once it got to be the finished product, without the claps, it wasn't a song. Look at that. Look at me hit the post. I tell that big-ass, long-ass story, and it hit the post. Something you just made up on the spot? You didn't give proper appreciation to Cougar? No, he actually could look because I love I love Mellencamp's one of my favorites, and and he actually said he goes we realized that without the claps we we took the claps out we realized we don't have a song we got to keep the claps in. <laughs> oh, okay then. Sometimes it's the little things, the yeah. little happy accidents, happy yeah. accidents like the happy little trees. Oh, see that's a, you know I mean at the end like if I you know at the end of my when I retire and if I have like this post retirement thing like like being that late night just telling stories, but I would have to tell like sports stories. You know, and said, and here's a song. Oh, here's a song that was made popular back in 1979. And then Journey brought it back in the 24 NFC Championship game, and they changed the lyrics from "Born and Raised in South Detroit" to "Born and Raised in San Francisco." And Lions threw up on themselves, and the Niners went to the Super Bowl. It's Journey with "Don't Stop Believing." Like I'd have to do, I'd have to tell sports stories with the music because anybody can be like that Wolfman Jack style, you know, telling stories. So I'd have to do that. It's what I've already started scripting as another opportunity in the great <laughs> iHeart media world. Is just doing that, that bridge between our favorite songs. Yeah, there you go. And, and here's Eminem flipping people off. And, and I'd have to do the voice like this because it doesn't work with the other voice. It's got to be a voice like this. Hey, well, as long as you don't actually go down the road of, you know, because you haven't been a smoker. When you're in your 50s, you really have to do a lot of work to catch up. Yeah, if you're not a joker or a smoker or a midnight toker, you really got just a lot of whiskey and cigarettes. That's what it is to get this voice. It's fantastic. Uh, I get on board the whiskey. I've been down that road a few times. (laughs) I know a lot of you are nervous. Hey, are the Cowboys going to be all in to win a Super Bowl next year? Like, I don't know. I, I know you're very nervous about that. And you're waiting. Hey, are the Cowboys really going to tell us that they're all in? Is Jerry Jones really going to tell us at some point the Cowboys are really going to do their best to win a championship next year? Well, don't worry. I can solve that dilemma for you right now because that's exactly what Jerry Jones said earlier today. I would anticipate with looking ahead at our key contracts that we'd like to address, we'll be all in. I would anticipate we'll be all in at the end of this year. So when you say, is there any thought, uh, I think we'll strain our, uh, we'll, we'll push the hell out of it. It will be going all in on different people than you've done in the past. We'll be going all in. We've seen some things uh, uh, out of some of the players that we want to be all in on. And, uh, yes, I would say that you will see us this coming year not building for the future is the best way I don't say it. I mean, that ought to answer a lot of questions. So the Cowboys are all in. He said it about 12 times. There's, the Cowboys can't ever rebuild. What are you talking? We're rebuilding. <laughs> you can't rebuild. There's no rebuilding in general in the NFL anymore. Usually, if you're starting, over, absolutely starting over again, you get one year. And then it's, we got to see you in the playoffs. We got to see something. Of course, the Cowboys are all in. Of course, Jerry Jones likes to talk big. And he said today, hey, you know, yes, we're, we've been hanging around the rim the last couple of years, but there's something to be said for hanging around the rim. You know, th- this is. 
this is Jerry Jones saying stuff where I go, this is him just convincing himself that that we're we're, we're good enough to do it next year. There's no, there's nothing I hear from him in the off season that tells me, hey, he understands what needs to be done better, what needs to be done differently. No, it's just, no, no, no. We're we'll be all in. We got guys coming back. We got this. We're, we'll be all in. We'll be all in. Like he's convincing himself, like next year is going to be different just because the calendar changes, and it's not. It's going to be the same thing for the Cowboys. It's the same coaching staff. It's the same quarterback that can't win more than one game in the playoffs. It's the same team that wins twelve games during the regular season and throws up on them in the in the playoff nothing's going to change that's going to be the Cowboys next year well that's just it how do you come back with all of the central components and look you may add a, a splash here and there but if if all of the bases there including that coaching staff that got run over right Dan Quinn didn't did, Seattle didn't send a plane for him did they uh he's still there so you're, you're looking at a, a situation of all right you could be a regular season hero once again Dak Prescott fantastic year no question about it the numbers were great get come playoff time defense didn't show up defense showed no heart offensively they were inept and they the running game had struggled all year and that showed up uh as they got trounced as well right all, all of it played together so for Jerry Jones I, I wouldn't expect him to say anything else but you know your your actions speak to the contrary yeah, I mean, I, I, I get that he loves hearing himself talk, and he thinks he's saying something that is, I'm, se- I'm sending a message to the Cowboys. Send a message to all of you that we're all in. Yeah, okay, Jerry, every year, and you fall short every year, and nothing changes. You, you, you refuse to acknowledge that something, when you lose in the first round like that, and you see teams playing the next couple of rounds better than you have, you have to understand something different has to happen, and nothing different's going to happen. Right, the so- NFC, like we talked about with the Lions and bringing Johnson back, whatever, the rest of the world's going to improve around you. So, you know, these were your opportunities. They don't necessarily come around again. Scratch the Cowboys for being a Super Bowl contender next year. And after the news today, scratch one other team for being a Super Bowl contender next year. Cleveland! (laughs) At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.